0: Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time.
1: Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style bracket. and Each round, we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide to step foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? All righty, then. We're talking about one of the greatest actors of an American, of a generation, dude. He's transcended time, space, and other stuff, I assume. Uh, We're talking about Jim Carrey movies. Let's get it on. Let's do this thing.
0: That is correct. Shout out to Teresa for this season. Feeling inspired. Continuing the train of inspiration of people who are like, Please don't talk about puke again. Please don't. Please never do that again. We've got a whole nother after this next season. Also fans submitted for the same reason. So also the
1: one, also the one after that too. Yeah. So it,
0: all we had to do was threaten you. all. Well, I guess we did go through with the threat,
1: but yeah, you called our bluff. You you guys called our bluff. And the one thing you got to know about us is we will do it.
0: So, hey, we appreciate uh, you coming through with this, especially with, you know, looking at this list too. We are. I'm pretty pumped like you forget a how many movies Jim Carrey's been in and B how much you fucking love Jim Carrey so Dude, let's get so in good let's get into it. we got group A here where we have the number one seed Batman Forever going up against the 16 seed Mr. Popper's Penguins and then we have the eight seed Ace Ventura
1: going up against the nine seed The Mask Cody which one you want to talk about first we do got to throw it out there that we Teresa made this list Then we send it to our bracketologist and they kick it back to us. We didn't see this.
0: That's correct. This is not her ranking of these movies, nor is it ours.
1: Let's, let's avoid the one that everyone wants us to do. And let's start with Batman Forever versus Mr. Popper's Penguin. How about that?
0: That's fair. That's fair. Okay. (laughs) So I love this Batman movie. Like I, I unapologetically, I know that these, that after Batman Returns, the Joel Schumacher, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin catch a lot of shit because they're so cartoonish and bat nipples and all of that but i and i do think this i mean in this one we do have pretty much maybe the exception of mr poppers kind of jim carrey just let him run free
1: <laughs> you gotta like, let him run free in this one
0: he is a stallion and just give him the open planes this is an example though because ace ventura and the mask are kind of original characters i mean i know the mask is based on a comic but let's be honest no one was fucking reading that comic before jim carrey took on the role so But Batman Forever, this feels like when they were like, all right, well, we'd love to do the Riddler, like only if you get Jim.
1: Yeah, like, dude, and there hasn't been. I know everyone's into the, the Marvel Universe and all the Marvel movies and all that. And the DC's got all their new movies. There hasn't been an outfit as good as the Riddler's outfit since ever. It's so good. Just a skin tight suit covered in question marks. Let's go, baby. It's one of those things where
0: there is no question. Let's say I'm Batman, right? Because I am. But let's say, let's say in a world where I wasn't bad, but then in that world, but now I am bad in that one. Yes. Do you see now how the, do you follow? Anyway, if I'm about to go up against a villain and I'm like, who the fuck is causing all this ruckus in my city? And the Riddler steps out, I'd be like, oh, you do like riddles, don't you? Yeah. that's Before what I was he saying. says a single word to me, I'm like, you do like riddles and shit. Is that going to be your thing? Is that what you're going to do next? Do I have to answer a bunch of fucking riddles to find out where the, where you've hidden all the hostages? All right, let's do this. He's like, no, it's not. <sighs>
1: It's not fun when you spoil it. No, I like that. I miss <laughs> that for my superheroes and supervillains. No, <laughs> I'm
0: just saying, like, I think the Riddler would be a little bummed out, but I'd be like, oh, you guessed it right off the rip? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I because... disagree. I, th- I think he wants you to know, and I want to know. I yeah. like when-, when Batman rolls up for the first time, if you didn't know who Batman was, you could figure it out by his costume. Spider-Man, same thing. Superman's got a big S. That probably stands for something. Nowadays, <laughs> you got these guys walking out like the new Riddler in the movie. It just looks like a dude with a bag on his head. How am I supposed to know you're dropping sick riddles on me? Yeah. No, I agree. I want, be, I, I want to know. I want it to be instantaneous
0: to me. But like I said, even I mean, even like the Joker, I would be like, "Are you clown guy? What's
1: your thing?" He's like, "I'm the fucking Joker. Fuck you." Okay, I'm like, kidding. It. Yeah, it's for brand awareness, though. That's what I'm trying to say. If you're gonna go through all the work to take over to the city of Gotham, you gotta have a brand behind you.
0: He undoubtedly the Riddler. Fucking crushed it, brand wise, costume wise, nails it off the rip. And like I said too. I just you know that they were gonna go if like Jim Carrey is like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I can't be the Riddler, they'd be like, Okay, cool, then we just won't have the Riddler in this
1: movie. No, you can't. Yeah, there's no one else that could play that. The guy who's doing the new Riddler sucks. I've never seen it, but it's not Jim Carrey. So is it Jim Carrey though? Wait, is it Jim Carrey?
0: Oh, then then it doesn't matter. (laughs) Then why then why are we talking? Why are we? We have a definitive version of the Riddler. I don't need a new one. I yeah. got my Riddler.
1: Also, back on the bat nipples thing, I just want to address that. That is because Val Kilmer's nipples are so hard and strong that he did rip through every bat suit <laughs> until they put the nipples on it.
0: They had to put on little covers. Like, <laughs> all right, man, we get it. We get it. You got these. You got these great nips. All Glad right, going up against Mr. Popper's Penguins. So for those of you who aren't aware, because certainly, you know, Cody and I weren't either. This is based off of a, a Newberry Award-winning book where a man gets penguins. That's about as much as we've dug into it. To be fair and <laughs> honest, that's about the level. Once again, we only come into this with the knowledge that we have. Yeah. In this case... We looked up some photos real quick to just be like, what the fuck
1: is this movie? It's a man who lives a thing. Was, unfortunately, me and Nick don't watch a lot of children's movies that came out when we were in our 20s.
0: Yeah, this movie comes out in 2011. So Cody and I, I'm turning 21. Cody's 22, 23. It would, let's be, and to be fair to us, would have been fucking weird, huh? Yeah. We just walk into Mr. Popper's Penguins, you and I. A tw- little matinee showing. They're like, okay, oh, what's are the your- deal?
1: What? A- yeah. What if I wanted to see, what if I'm just a big Jim Carrey head, a Jim Carrey file, whatever, what do they call themselves? We'll figure it out this season. Jim Carriac? Carriac, we'll figure something out. Yeah. So I go to, I want to go see this new movie with all the sweet penguin action. And then am I the jerk for going to a kid's movie at a movie theater? I mean, I think it's just one of those things. What is, okay, let's
0: talk about this. Let's actually dive into this. What is the proper etiquette for a grown man who A, either wants to see their favorite actor or actress, or maybe this is based off of a book series you liked as a kid, you know, like you really have fond memories. You want to see how they, how it lives up. The adaptation, you're really into it. Yeah. What is the etiquette? It feels like movie theaters should have like during children's movies, like a grown man section, <laughs> yeah, grown adult so- section. I'm going to allow to sit there. There's not going to be any kids. It's not going to be weird. No, one's going to wonder I feel like what would happen is like, you know, if you were to walk into a movie theater, you're going to Mr. Popper's Penguins theatrical release opening weekend, you're pumped. You go sit down. All of a sudden, a little kid comes, sits next to you, their mom and dad. And you know, the woman then is like, Oh, where are your, is your wife and kids coming or where, where are they going to come sit here too? And you're like, Oh no,
1: I'm by myself. They're like, mm, we're going to move another row then. Okay. Exactly. Well. <laughs> That's what I'm, i I want to bring this up if you go. So it's already awkward to go to this movie, which I think it shouldn't be, but here's the deal. You get there. There's kids scattered out throughout the thing with their families and you want to sit and watch the movie. Where do you sit? That's you sit what I'm really, saying. If it's you not- sit really far in the back by yourself, everyone's like, Oh, that guy without the kids, he's jerking it.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't like
1: that. You can't, <laughs> but then I'm also you can't not going to sit next to him. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to sit front row because that's just bad viewing. Like I'm, I want to see the movie. I'm here to experience it.
1: You can't sit next to him because then it's like, okay, why are you sitting next to my children?
0: Yeah. Or yeah. Or yeah. It's like, they're not going to set their kids next to you, but then also like you can't go sit next to their kids either.
1: So do you sit, you have to sit in the middle at least five set chairs away from a child. And you do have to have your hands above your shoulders, the whole move. <laughs> whole move.
0: I think you have to, I, I was thinking you have to do aisle row. Okay. If You take the aisle, then it's like, you know, a, the, I, I can all, I'm only going to have people to one side of me, which is good. Right. Yeah. And then also, yeah, like there's no, I think it, it feels like it establishes more. I'm not trying to sit next to kids. I'm taking this aisle seat. So that way I don't have to really sit next to anyone. You as the parent could sit right next to me. Yes. You know, I'm opening up that, that space. Personally, also too, I like an aisle. I prefer an aisle, but that's why I'm saying movie theaters, grown person section. Yeah. I don't think it's as weird if a woman does it. It's definitely more weird when a man does it, but nonetheless, grown person section for children's movies
1: yeah i i just really want to take in this jim carrey flick that's why i didn't see it is because i couldn't go watch in theaters and that's the only way you can truly experience a movie of this magnitude
0: of these proportions of this epicness you're not you can't watch it on your phones you know no, dude, you're not going you need need to surround
1: it. sound i need that dolby 5.1 digital i want to
0: feel like those penguins are crawling around i want to hear them i want to know i want to feel immersed i want in to the experience. smell the fish let's go <laughs> Oh God, one of those 4D movies. Oh They're just getting I, blasted with fish smell the whole time. Why? This was a terrible idea. Yeah, I think, it, oh man, why is that so weird? It's also though, you know what is also weird to me though? Is when they will show the children's movie past like eight, nine o'clock.
1: Yeah, you go to a midnight show and a Mr. Popper's Why am I- Maybe why? that's the adult show. But I,
0: okay. But also, I don't want to know the other adults that I don't know if I want to be <laughs> in a room with adults seeing Mr. Popper Penguins at 10 o'clock. I don't know if this is the group I'm trying to party with here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't feel like it's going to be a good vibe. It's going to be a weird vibe. Because we're all, maybe we're a little drunk now. Like, some people are like, hi, shit. It's got weird energy. Like, at least, like, a kid's movie, if you're in there with children, like, you're going to get, like, the nice, fun laughter. Like, it's the way it should be. You're viewing it in the experience that you should. If I'm watching a, a children's movie with grown adults... I don't know if that's also a good vibe to be a part of. That feels feels more weird to me for some reason than me being the only single person, single adult with no kids at a movie.
1: (laughs) I don't think it's possible for us to ever watch this movie is the point I'm trying to make because (laughs) I can't suggest it for date night. I can't invite my bros over to crack open a few cold ones and watch Mr. Popper's Penguins. I think this one is just something we're going to have to miss. And if I watch it alone, I'm sitting at home watching it and Catherine like comes downstairs from doing whatever she's doing and she sees me in the dark watching Mr. Popper's Penguins. She's going to have questions too. (laughs) I think about like, uh, there are times
0: where like, because usually Kellyanne and I go to bed together, but like all... I'm usually up a little bit later. I'll just like put something on and watch it that I need, that I want to catch up on. This would be one of the weirdest fucking times where like, she like kind of like rolls back over to look and she's like,
1: mm, what are you watching?
0: And I'm like, Mr. Popper's penguins. <laughs> he would bolt up. The, ex- excuse me. What? Why? <laughs> what do you, who is this? is it what is it why i don't understand, No, you,
1: like i'm trying to think of when i could watch it and i put myself on like a plane going overseas and i still can't watch it because no. the guy behind me is be like bro what the fuck are you are, doing because you mean, should never look should, we, i mean look whatever you want but never judge someone what they're watching on an airplane right who gives a shit right but that's one where you need to intervene but hey airplanes too can we talk about that for a
0: second I, i'm super pumped that now like airplanes seem to be doing like really cool and like the monitor in the in the seat so we and they just have a, a, a bunch of shit you can watch Go to this website on your iPad, you can watch a bunch of stuff. Love that. Thank you so much for doing that. As much as I do want to watch like rated R movies and I'm an adult and I'm allowed to, I would actually feel more comfortable if you did maybe blur the nudity. (laughs) Because I was watching, and this is actually very different, but I was watching Magic Mike XL one time on a plane on my seat in front of me. And there is, and there is a little kid next to me. And I'm just like, I don't, I want to watch this. I'm allowed to watch this. I'm in my own seat. There's nothing wrong with this, but it felt so wrong. And I would have like, hey, could you just if there's gonna be dicks, just cover like, or if there's gonna be boobs, I wouldn't have mind if you just put the big, big ass black bar on it, and just so that way I felt more comfortable and everyone around me felt more comfortable because they can't hear, right? They can't hear the cuss words, but they can see the dicks, and I'm just like, I don't need. Everyone in here seeing that I'm seeing dicks and and, and and breasts and things like that. We could just cover these up. It's fine. It doesn't take me out of the experience here. I think
1: it, I think it completely takes me out of that experience. I'm looking in Batman Forever. I, li- I don't think there's a legal way I can watch Mr. Poppers.
0: And I don't mean to get I don't mean to get like super dark and cryptic, but you 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 mentioned something that I start to think about now as I get older. Um, which is just like this is probably the last time in our lives that we will ever get to that we will ever be presented with the opportunity to watch Mr. Popper's penguins. This is us definitively saying I will live a life. I'm going to live and die. Probably never seeing Mr. Popper's penguins. Probably. Unless and like, you I have kids. and we're. But why would I do it then? You think I'm going to remember by the time I have kids? There's already so much more movies that'll come out. I got to get them through the back catalog of my shit, right? That I want to watch. All my favorite Disney movies. Then... I got to keep up with whatever the fuck they want to watch. Mr. Poppers is not in this Venn diagram, bro. It's out. It's this is, this is us officially declaring we will live and die never seeing Mr. Poppers. And that's one of those like weird things about life that like trips me up sometimes. Like I get weird about like being like, wow, I'm really admitting this. I'm never going to see this movie.
1: I'm willing to accept that I'm never going to see Mr. Popper's penguin.
0: I I mean, I think I'm okay with it too. It just feels odd to definitively know that this was my last chance. Teresa presented us one last chance and we're saying no,
1: I mean, yeah, I'm trying to like part of my brain's like, no, you might see it, but then I'm not though like when the fuck am i gonna see this when i'm not gonna batman forever i gotta put like yeah
0: all right so now we are going we are going to a big one here let's be honest ace ventura versus the mask cody are you leaning any right off the bat are you leaning any one way because i'm actually
1: kind of as much as i want to act like this is tough for me i'm leaning one way yeah i know exactly where i'm gonna go i think okay do you want me to say i mean i asked you first okay yeah i i'm leaning ace ventura
0: fun fun story I'm leaning towards the mask. So this is going to be great. great But then we got some great audio. Okay, here's, and I think we're going to talk about this a little bit throughout every episode. I think Jim Carrey owes all elementary and middle school teachers an apology. Because, Cody, at the top of this, at the very top of this episode, you imitated the great Jim Carrey. And you're like, somebody stop me or... Oh yeah. no, you did. Alrighty then. Yeah. I felt like my spine shrank and compressed into itself because it's been so long since I had heard someone poorly imitate Jim <laughs> yeah. and how much I fucking hated it. Like even as a kid, I kind of remember being like, this is not funny. Us imitate. And I know you weren't, and I'm not like trying to like dunk on you and be like, Dude, no. you are the worst. You no, I was trying
1: person. to do a bad Jim Carrey yes, impression. I understand. Like, that was the point. Well, don't act like you have a good one. No, um, I don't, but that's that's why <laughs> I went bad. There's a difference between trying to do a good Jim Carrey impression and failing and then knowing you don't have one, so just leaning into the failure,
0: you know? Sure, sure, sure. No, yeah, yeah. we're not here to discuss your Jim Carrey impression. What I'm here to discuss is like in the 90s, parents, but mostly elementary and middle school teachers had to deal with kids doing shitty Jim Carrey impressions, especially I think Ace Ventura has got a ton of them in there. It's right with them. Cause he's also had like, maybe his like one of his more infantile characters. Yeah. Like this character is a child essentially for the most part and does childish things and laughs at childish things. Thank God for Instagram. Instagram gets a lot of shit as it should. It's a problem, but at least now I can just share a meme with somebody and they can be like, huh, all right, that's Before that, kids just quoted Jim Carrey to each other and did shitty impressions of
1: him. Yeah, I still quote, uh, Ace Ventura is highly quotable and I still draw some of these quotes to this day, whether it's because I subconsciously do it or if it just lives in me. Yeah, I get it, man.
0: But- It's one thing to, and I'm not doing a good job at this. I'm not doing, because I can tell on your face you're confused. And then, so that means that listeners are too. I'm not doing a good enough job of explaining. We're not, you don't, like, it's one thing to quote a movie. It's a whole nother thing. Jim Carrey gave every obnoxious child permission. (laughs) He gave them the ability to look at it and say, I can be like Jim Carrey. And I will be, and I will be a monster in this fourth grade room. And I will do dumb jokes that aren't my own. I just, I feel so bad for these parents, for all these teachers. For what Jim Carrey did to them. Because no I mean, one's it's,
1: it's, it's rough, Nick. I understand that, but we're, do you want to talk about these movies at all? Or no, I, just, I, I <laughs> want to just I'm i gonna keep going until Jim Carrey apologizes. Until I, I can- think he, I don't think he's gonna, bro. I think that ship sailed. All right, you're leaning towards the mask. I got Ace Ventura, right? Yeah, I think this is just which one you watch the most because I had Ace Ventura 2 when Nate Pet Detective 2 when Nature calls on VHS. And I watch the shit out of it. And I think that's what yeah. I'm leaning towards. I have so much nostalgia in this film. This is one of the few films from my childhood that I vividly remember watching off.
0: Of. Really? Okay. Yeah. See, and I, everyone knows this. Mine is, my version of that is Happy Girl. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's my, that's where I gain my like comedy and my one thing that I watched all the time. I only saw Ace Ventura, like maybe like a couple, like a handful, like very few times, I would say. The reason I'm leaning more towards the mask is I think just like, a, it just feels more. It has just more like iconic moments for me, like the 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 fucking yell, the big ass yellow suit. The thing that I'm so curious about, is, and I mean, and we were children then, so and who knows? In my head, the CGI that they do for that mask. Is immaculate that it's like on. Una- like it still like-
1: holds up in your mind it's still awesome
0: and i'm kind of scared and kind of but curious at the same time about like how the fuck did they do that like we still are dealing with shitty cgi like i mean there's plenty of examples of times where mo- like marvel and dc places that have billion dollar budgets fuck up and make terrible cgi and yet for some reason the
1: mask made in like 1996 is perfect i I just remember, I maybe I'm sure that was the point. Now as an adult, I can see that the mask is definitely like making fun of like film noir detective movies and stuff, but I like it being funny and good, but I don't remember like enjoying it as a story. Does that make sense? Like I didn't like the big mob guy. I didn't, I just didn't give a shit. It was funny. I remember the bits, but I don't, I don't want to take that journey again. Does that make sense? No, that's fair. I, which I mean, it's, not, it's probably not designed to take a journey, it's a comedy movie. And it's Jim Carrey again. This is before Jim Carrey was trying to tell these big old stories. That are our heartfelt. I think
0: here's my thing with Ace Ventura that I, I might move it on, but I'm scared to for this reason of like, so once again, I remember seeing, I have very few memories. I have some, I have a little bit of the bits. I must've watched this at a pretty young age. It might've been one of those things where like my dad was like watching me and just was like, Oh no, you're not going to remember this and like put on, you know, put on Ace Ventura when maybe you shouldn't have. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I, I kind of want to see it. Cause I do know it's a comedy classic, but I'm also, this feels like, especially cause I will, ha- I will be watching a like early nineties movie with a 2020 brain. Yeah. There's going to be some concern here. And I understand that like, you can't, I can't sit here and be like, wow, that there's a bunch of like transphobic shit in there. I know there will be, no, there will be because there's stuff in 2010 that has it. And I know like, you can't be like, fuck this movie. It was, it was trans. It's like, it was bad then, but they just, no one had told them yet. So they were doing it. I'm just wondering how much that I'm wondering how I can, how invested I can be in this movie as I watch them just completely destroy all of the cultural norms that I currently accept.
1: I might be able to vote for the mask on this point. I'm thinking about Ace Ventura and I always think of Ace Ventura too. I don't really like the first one. I don't care for the first Ace Ventura pet detective movie with Dan Marino and the Miami dolphins. So that's the problem.
0: I will give you
1: just because how
0: it means, what it means to you and because I just don't, I don't have as much concern if it were to make it to the final four and we have to do our research, right? We have to watch it. Yeah. I would let you pick which one I want.
1: I mean, I'm going to go two every time, but now I have this concern because I haven't watched it in years. Am I going to ruin this movie that I have all these fond memories of?
0: I'm worried that you'll have Catherine watch it with you. And as you're laughing, she'll look over at you and be like, I didn't know you were a terrible person.
1: Yeah, no, that's happened a couple movies. And
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't need to go through that again. <laughs> I, don't need to keep, I don't need to keep having her be like, wow, you Think that that's funny. I mean, I'm like a part, like my old self is the child in me is laughing. Adult <laughs> me isn't laughing, the child is laughing. It's like it's coming out of your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seems you're laughing. I, I don't yeah. know. Any way you want to spin it. Yeah, it's like when she watched Happy Gilmore, she was not into that either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that once again, too, it's I can watch certain things now and be like, oh, I could see how people didn't like this, that either. Yeah. I'm just like, I know it's wrapped up in so much of like a memory and nostalgia that I'm like, I can never. I will never see it for what it really is. I will always see it as this thing that was perfect to me then. I just don't have that with Ace Ventura in the same way. So that's why I'm like willing to go through this journey. So I'm going to leave it up to you,
1: Cody. I'm, I'm going to lock in Ace this- Ventura. I'm lock in Ace Ventura. I know okay. the mask is classic, but I got to go Ace Ventura. I just the, the nostalgia in my heart.
0: Okay, that's fine. So then we have then Batman Forever, iconic Riddler character, but not... Overall, not a Jim Carrey movie, right? I think that's no. going to be, that's an interesting thing, right? Ace Ventura is a Jim Carrey
1: movie. It's driven. It's the whole ground up is built around him. There is no world he, where anyone was else has that this a character part. that he played in Living Color? Is it? It might. I don't know. It might like, be. He has that energy of like, like he did. It's like when you have an SNL movie of some wild thing that should never exist but they did like a three minute bit and they tried to stretch it out into a whole movie.
0: I would not be shocked in a world where that is the case, that this is based on a character that he had done.
1: It feels like it has that energy of a bit that's stretched out way too long.
0: Right, then they made a sequel. (laughs) They were like, you know what? We could keep this going. We could keep this up.
1: Yeah. Dude, the second
0: one's better than the first, for sure. So. Sure. Like I said, I would let you probably pick me if we have to if we decide it's it's tough because hey i just know i like watching batman forever yeah i love watching batman forever like but that's i just feel like if we're doing a jim carrey bracket and jim carrey is only in the movie for some of it yes that's an issue but when he
1: is in it it is it is iconic does the fact that he stole the show make it his movie is the question we have to ask.
0: Right. I love, like, I know I strictly love this movie, mostly for the Jim Carrey of it all. Yeah. I I don't like Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is, like, on my list of Batman, probably damn near the bottom. (laughs) Of, like, of all the Batman that got to be Batman, I'm putting Val Kilmer as, like,
1: one of my least favorite of all of them. I like these movies, and I find that weird. Like, I don't know what that says about me, that I would rather watch Batman forever than watch one of the Bale Batman movies, you know?
0: Yeah, I think outside of like Dark Knight, Like with, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker, which does like just that is such like an iconic overall like and just great film. I would definitely if it weren't for that movie, I would watch one of the Batman and Robin. I'd either watch Batman and Robin or Batman Forever over any other of the bales. Because also, too, and not that we need to get we probably should avoid just getting into who our best Batman are, because that's a whole nother 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) We could save uh, for something else. But I just yeah, he's not my favorite Batman at the end of the day uh bail that is and it's just it's quits being fun this is supposed to be silly and that's what i love about jim k is that he looks at this thing he's like oh this is fucking ridiculous huh this is a very silly thing yeah this is a very very silly idea so let's not get up our ass and get so fucking serious about this why would why would the riddler exist in the real world it shouldn't it should be a dude who got fried by a fucking tv thing and went a little nuts And now is the villain, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I think
1: I'm going to go with Ace Ventura because I think Ace Ventura is peak or peak example of what 1990s Jim Carrey was.
0: I think I'm going to go Ace Ventura, too, because this to me is the happy Gilmore of the Jim Carrey verse. Like it's the one that sets it off. Right. Yeah. Without this. Without, because this is one of his first like full, this is truly one of his first full length movies in the same way that like a Billy Madison or a Happy Gilmore is Adam Sandler's version. Yeah. And then from there, because of how it went and how how it was received, he got to do everything else. So I think there is a value in seeing this. I am very Without this nervous. this movie,
1: we wouldn't have, Jim. This bracket wouldn't exist if you didn't make this movie.
0: I think so. Like, I truly believe that. And
1: so, for that reason, I think we got to move it on. I think we have to. I think, okay, what's, for the research purpose, I think we should watch the first one. Because I've only seen it a couple times. And it was, this, it's the iconic one. So, let's do that. Sure. I'll see it with my fresh adult eyes. And I won't be clouded by my nostalgia.
0: Okay. All right. Perfect. We'll do the first one. And we will see. I'm ner- I'm. I am definitely like it's. It feels weird to say I'm nervous about watching a Jim Carrey movie, but I would say that about almost any movie from the '90s that's fronted by a male comedian.
1: Yeah, uh, and for th- some reason in my mind, I feel like Jim Carrey is more, his humor is more like facials and stuff. So I have hope that he didn't go that route a lot. But again, it is a 90s movie fronted by a male comedian. So he probably did. It is, yeah. That's, I mean,
0: definitely when we think about like, especially like the difference between like an Adam Sandler who's getting popular and famous at the same time as Jim Carrey. You know, the reason that these two can exist is because Jim Carrey is so much more physical. Like, I like that there's no world where I would want to see them take the other person's roles. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely
1: not. Can you imagine (laughs) Jim Carrey and Happy Gilmore?
0: No, it's too. That's the thing. It's like it's too much energy. You need kind of Adam Sandler's low energy, but like very funny. It's definitely I would say better written more times than not. But Jim Carrey is there to sell.
1: We have a shitty script. We need someone to make this movie good. Yeah, Jimbo. Exactly. So I'm with you. wins.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. We're gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm nervous and scared, but excited all at the same time. You know, and I think that that's a good place to be. So that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to help out shaboy's boys, a few things that you can do, as always, tell a friend. The other big one, if you haven't seen like our posts in a while, especially Facebook, go to the old Facebook, um, unless you've lost Facebook, in which case I understand and you, good for you. But otherwise, if you're still on it, go find the Friendly Comp page and maybe just like a few of those posts, not just for us, not to give us those likes, but so that way, maybe we come in your feed because sometimes you're like, maybe you don't remember. You, you haven't listened to a couple seasons, but you're like, you'd like to know, oh, do I want to listen to this season? We, we always put out those audio clips for you. So go do that. I would really, I would greatly appreciate you doing
1: Yeah, that. get your out, get us all up in that algorithm. Yars. We need, we want to be in there. We want to be fooling around with your algorithm.
0: That's all we're trying. Hey, it's, it's either us or you're on shitty p- political opinion. Pick one. Think about you it. Know which one Just think about it. Think yeah. about it.
1: And if you want to, if you decide you don't want to talk about your aunt, go to our Facebook, go to our Instagram, go to our Twitter. It's at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament that you'd like to see us do, just like Teresa did, T-Bird, email us to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. Our website, FriendlyCompetitionPodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. You will be in line, though. We have a line now, which is nice.
0: Yeah, we're queued up, but nonetheless, we will get to you. As always, shout outs to Charizard for that intro music. You want to hear more of their stuff? Head over to Band Camp. Type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. You can also catch him. This is way too early to announce. I'm just proud of I'm just proud of our boy doing in Sioux Falls live in August, 13th and 14th. Go mm-hmm. catch him at whatever the festival is there. Go do it. I'm just I'm
1: just excited. But the for four him. wins, the four wins festival. Yeah, the four wins. will be opening up for uh, Nodes of Rainbear. So,
0: yeah. So, yeah, go check that out. I'll probably, we we'll may announce it much more closer to August, but I just saw that it happened. Proud of our boy. So, and that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, I've been Nick Carey,
1: and I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.